All right, guys, after years of waiting, Game of Thrones is back, and that means our Thrones cast is back. Here we go. been so long since the last thrones cast but here we are we are back game of thrones is back with house of the dragon and it's our first thrones cast in years i'm eric i'm here with ryan and jim how's it going guys feels good man oh, feels good to be back feels real good i'm excited here we are this is the show we've all been waiting for, so i couldn't be more excited to talk about it uh did you guys see that video I think, Jim, I think you posted it on our Instagram, the video of the mm-hmm. the apartment building and everyone was watching it and you could see all of the windows changing at the same time. I, I can see why uh, HBO Max gets shut down when they do premieres. <laughs> Literally everybody's there in the whole fucking world watching it at the same time, which is the most magical thing about TV and we haven't gotten it. I mean, Stranger Things was as close as we've gotten this last season. And that was like, it just kind of everything spread out over the course of a month and a half where everybody watched it at their different pace, right? Or Ryan just finished it. But um, yeah, this is amazing. Everybody's like on track. We're back Sunday nights. Imagine you're the IT director for like HBO. Like how much are you, how much are you sweating that month? Like leading up to Game of Thrones dropping, just sitting there like, please, Jesus, just work. Run another test. Run it Just work. (laughs) Well, guys, lots to talk about. Um, but before we do, we need everyone to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast, and also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from, uh, and get the Nordy's Podcast, and it's th- our Thrones cast, your phone or your device, each and every week. Amazing. Three episodes now. Three episodes, yeah. zero ads, 100% dedication. Let's go. All right, let's dive right into it. The intro, they went with the new school intro. Oh. Kiss me off. This is what Kissing I was like. Eric? Eric? <laughs> Eric, I read an article today that your thing will be back for episode two. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Yeah. Wow. That's I mean, good news because I saw when that like little golden coin fades in. I'm like, this is all we're going to get. And I didn't give a fuck. I was like, get to the episode. But I was just thinking about <laughs> my boy, Eric. It has to come back. It's just too electric. Um, Barstool posted their thing that they post for everything big where it's like that soccer game on the big screen at the bar. Yeah. And, you know, they did the HBO, you know, thing before. And then when the song started, then the whole bar went nuts. I love it that. was not just me. Everyone wants the throne song back. We want the interactive map. I want to know about the pirates and whatnot. Dude, I want to know about the pirates so bad. The song. I mean, and, and the crab guy. If we don't I get know the about crab him. feeder. I'm going to be pissed. I yeah, want that this will. season. So I think my thought is that I think they they had a pretty long episode as it was, and so they they're like, we just gotta hit him with the with mm-hmm. the the recap, yep. you know, of like how we got to where we are. And they felt I think they felt that was just a little bit more important. And I think I agree with them than satisfying Eric's lust for you know Paper, mechanical sprockets. I'd say <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably an animation that costs more than the budget of like most you know television shows on TV just for the intro budget. Um, but I think you'll get it next week, so fret not. Fret not, my friend. whole season so of Better get, Call Saul right there. We did get a 172 years before Daenerys Targaryen message. Yes. Um, up, which cool. I did think that was helpful um, to kind of put things in perspective. I, yep. I thought it was funny because they had the, they had the like, two sentences, 
and then it faded away and it said 207 or 172 years Daenerys Targaryen and I was like could they have made it any clearer that Amelia Clark is in no way <laughs> shape or form involved with the show yeah. and you will not be seeing flashes forward so let's just get that out of they the way did. right out the of the expectation gate. you're not going to recognize anybody that's okay so we started with a really cool like fly over um, King's Landing, mm-hmm. little drone, little drone tour yeah, of King's, of King's Landing. Really cool, and then you get obviously um, Princess Rhaenyra, who looks to be like the star of the show, or at least one of the main characters, um, flying on the back of a dragon, and you got some like dragon handler business right away. Which I yeah, thought she was lands, cool. which is cool. They land in the pit, which we saw quite a bit about. That's where like where they discovered all that. Um, you know that green shit that blows up that they use a lot. Yeah. That was under there. So that like I already am loving seeing like King's Landing at the height of how it was intended to be used and the glory of all yeah. these houses and shit. So cool. So, like a, like Rome before you know the emperor the empire falls. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, you it's know? like in its height. Also, the dragon handlers were just using what appeared to be long sticks. So that was interesting. I was like, maybe they could give them a better tool than like a, a shepherd's hook. But, you know, <laughs> I guess it works. It's It's been working. So, I mean, we're not going to run through every part of this episode. Right. Um, but you obviously get the King Viserys, who um, is going to obviously be important to this. We're quickly introduced to the, you know, whatever council. Um, I don't know what that's called. The small, the small council. Sure. Small council. With a bunch of people who are all, you know, working in their own different interests. And we got um, a flashback right away to probably something that will come up again. King Viserys being chosen as the next king instead of um, Rhaenys Valerian, something like that. Yeah, Valerian is the last name, which will be important. But I don't remember her first name. I'm sure it's exactly like everybody else's first name. Something like Rhaenys Valerian. So she was the rightful heir in a lot of people's minds, but she was a woman. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't given the throne. And so that's kind of like the, the groundwork that they tried to lay. I think our understanding of the houses and, you know, the lore of the politics has made it so we don't have to have quite so much introduction and backstory mm-hmm. as we did with the original throne show. Right. Well, it was, I, I completely agree. And they, if you were playing like buzzword bingo, <clears throat> you would have, I mean, you would have had a coverall 45 minutes in because, you know, they mentioned Dorn, they mentioned, you know, um, the, what's the, the veil. And so like yeah. all of that stuff, if you, if you watch the original series, you're like, oh yeah, I know where that is. I know exactly what it looks like. <laughs> and it, they did, it's a really cool thing. It, it was kind of like a really good trick of like reintroducing you to new characters by talking about the old, yeah, yeah. uh, from the original series, you know? And I thought that was, I thought that was really good. I think they gave us so much history in the original series, which people love, um, whether you realized it or you didn't, I think like building that history, even if we didn't know what characters even did or what they were famous for, we know names. And so some of the names that came up, um, some of the names that you didn't even realize were, you know, had like a, an impressive or powerful bloodline um, are brought up as well. And so it was a lot of like names that you kind of heard. Before. Yeah. And I think it shows like the how linear power was for so long in this empire leading up to you know the show that we all watched and loved yeah and it was you know that's the only way for them to maintain it you know at that time was to keep the bloodlines going which is why the storyline of having the son was mm-hmm. was so important and in, in, in front of center the other thing i love too is like <clears throat> eric you mentioned 
you know, being familiar with all this stuff, you could also picture the map in your yeah. head, mm-hmm. right? So you, you know, like you're going through, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's from, he's a Martell from Dorne," you know, and you're like, That's "Okay, south, where that is? That's right. way south." Yeah, yeah, I loved it, and they definitely uh, so, did a good job of like dropping in lesser known houses like High Tower and stuff, and then they hit the, the Baratheon, you know, and they they show you the Weirwood in the forest, right? And like we've seen that area before and obviously they have some big crucial scenes already happening in the throne room with the iron throne which by the way did you notice that it's way fucking bigger and scarier now yeah well isn't isn't that the way it was supposed to be like that's the way it was like in the books and then yeah it was like this big lead up staircase and stuff and i guess george martin in the original series always hated how puny it was and so they kind of fixed it um, they made it more grand, which I like. And oh. you can always ima- also imagine that, like, Dude. eventually they wanted more room in that area, and they just took a bunch of it off. It's like it's okay. I'm actually yeah, kind of, like melted down with like the Mad King. Or something. Yeah, I don't remember. The Mad King is still coming, but I don't know. No, but I mean, I think that's why in my mind it's changed. Like, okay. wasn't there a big fire and he burned a bunch of people alive and stuff? He definitely did. Sense. So yeah, maybe. So, um, but anyways, I, I do think the best part about this show. All right is that we all imagine ourselves to be Game of Thrones experts. And so I think they're leaving us these trails of breadcrumbs that are wrong, Mm. okay? I think they're leading us wrong. They're saying, you think one way in Game of Thrones, and we are going to put it on its head. So instantly, we see the King Viserys with this wound that cannot heal on his back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, man, he's going down right away, and this power struggle will happen, you know? But it's like, they want me to think that. Yeah. And he's definitely going to stick around and have his own, you know, at some point he'll die. But he's going to stick around a lot longer than I think we expect. He's our, he's our, Logan, I think you're also, he's our Logan Roy. Yeah. Okay. But he's not going to like, if when Logan Roy dies on succession, it's going to be like the second to last episode of the whole thing. This yeah. is really going to be more about what happens after he dies. So I think maybe this season, you know, but I want, I, I like him. Like when we do our character rankings, he's yeah. up there for me. So I don't want him to die. I'm gonna get to that. I later. think we can go into it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. I would say I would say he's more akin to like Ned Stark. Like I think big enough, and I I also think that they don't need to try and fool you anymore because everyone is so freaking gun shy from what happened in the original series that like like you said, Eric, the minute they showed like a scab on him or he cuts mm-hmm. his hand on the throne, you're like, oh, he's dead. He's, That's he's gonna it. die. He's, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think you're just, you know, you're, you're so like oversensitive as a viewer of the original series that you just expect that shit now. Yeah. So maybe they don't really necessarily have to play games in that way. I'm sure there will be some, some tricks along the way, but it, you know, some stuff almost feels inevitable at this point mm-hmm. because of, you know, what you've seen in the trailers and, and things like that. Yeah. So anyway, so we did read an article or there was some, you know, interview with the showrunners and by the way the showrunners are a guy who did like hercules and rampage is like the main showrunner yeah and then the other guy brian condal yeah and then the other guy is the guy who did battle of the bastard miguel sapache yep. yeah those are your two main guys he's the director too yeah yeah they're the yeah and i think they're going to direct the bulk of the episode sounds good and this so looked amazing with that. i had no complaints yeah. about this episode i thought it looked awesome costume looked great cg Maybe some of it was really good and some of it like didn't look as good. I don't know. The dragons Dude, like that's literally a little, one of the notes. A little too fluid. That's one of the notes that I had was like the CGI looked off a bit yeah. in a kind of a strange way at times. Not all the time, but some of the time. But anyway, they've got dude, they've got like this whole, you know, I for lack of a better word, like a computer full of like images and, you know, stuff that they used from the previous show and costumes yeah. and set pieces and all kinds of stuff. So 
I I expected nothing less than it to look amazing, yeah. and I think they did a good job delivering that. So they had said that they were going to tone down the nudity, sex, sexual violence, and gratuitous violence is pretty much what they said. Okay. Right? Is what they were claiming that they were going to tone down a little bit from the original series. I'm not so sure I believe them after this first episode. Uh, (laughs) There was literally a 10-minute period of this episode that I was, like, mostly covering my face. Oh, Eric. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, no. Like, multiple people I was with were as well. Like, the... It got a little hairy. The birth birth (laughs) scene was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. It was turned up to 10 in the This is Thrones and we make things uncomfortable um, way. Dude, the, 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 when they yanked those gold pillows away from the mom and then just yeah. slid her on her back, I was oh. like, oh, okay. So they're, they stopped being nice. Yeah, they're not even. worried about her like, anymore. They're not even like, yeah, they're like, they weren't even like, can you kind of slide forward a little bit, yeah. hon? Like, I know you're uncomfortable. They were just like, yank. Yeah, that, that was, was really crazy. intense. Um, and then at the same time in the tournament, they were just axing people in the face. Yeah, people's faces were being like straight maced off, which. Come on, that looks cool. You got to grow it up. Does. That looks sick. It does look cool. But yeah, how about was... the castration? Then yes. they castrated the, you know, just, just like a pile of nuts. Ridiculous. Yeah, like, let's go. It was it was good and violent for a while. It was. It was. I had, there was enough of that. I think that you know they hit the tenants. You had the brothel scene. You got to have that. Some titties out. Um, you had some crazy violence, and you had a lot of like scheming and talking. Just perfect. It was interesting though that the violence was all kind of intercut. You know, like with the the birth scene and the tournament, mm-hmm. right? Because the king, you know, wanted that to be like the big spectacle. And so they kept going back to the birthing scene and then smash a dude's face in at the thing. Then they go back to the mom's, you know. Well, there was a line early dead. on that was like, you know, the, the pregnant queen was talking to her daughter and was like, look, you know, we're, we're women. We're royalty. The, the battlefield is the birthing bed. And so they, that made sense for them to cut back between those things, both incredibly yep. violent things yep. at the time. Yeah, it was a it was a well it was a, it was a good choice from a editing or producing you know point of mm-hmm. view with that. Um, so I do want to ask, what were some of the good and some of the bad in episode? Um, well, I'll start with one thing that I yeah. thought was a little silly. Okay, um, you get this really great scene where they're trying to figure out you know, post-birth scene, post-death of, of mom and child, what is going to be the succession plan, right? Which was a really important moment. And then a guy we haven't talked about, which we are definitely going to, Prince Damon, who kind of stole episode one. Yeah. Uh, is just chilling, like, behind, like, a a, a spy wall. Or Hearing something. everything. <laughs> Hearing the whole thing, and they're talking about him. This was insane to me. Like, this was poor. That was the only time I was like, whoa, come on now. Like, that was pretty poorly written. Yeah. Can I maybe, can I maybe interject in that? I, I, it was, uh, Mr. Hightower. I forget his first name. I think. Otto called, he said he called, he mentioned, he, it was like a throwaway line. He said something like, I've, I've called this emergency meeting because we need to discuss this. So it wouldn't be out of the question that he did not want to involve Prince Damon at all, but, Prince Damon is well aware of what was going on, and so he was eavesdropping. Mm-hmm. That would that I'm maybe I'm reaching, but that would be there, the only right? way I would. He ex- would normally be in that that meeting, so or could. Well, be. he's the the he's the city watch commander right. or whatever. So yeah, he's part of. Did that. you guys like the city watch stuff? The gold, the birth of the gold cloaks. Uh, so that was I thought it was cool. That's one of my negative notes. Um, was that like howling scene where they all like howled together? I thought that was like super cheesy, <laughs> yeah. like. 
I, I wrote down the howl question mark, really yeah. question mark. <laughs> right. um, I thought that was like absurd and dumb. Yep. But then from then on, I think it all worked. Yeah, it's it's interesting that the, the police in uh, King's Landing are about as bad as the ones in Minneapolis. So some things never change. <laughs> yeah, I saw a video of uh, the King's Landing police in Arkansas this week. <laughs> Those are three gold cloaks going to town, and yeah. I hope that they all got suspended. Let's hope they get fired. Um, but yeah, I thought that that was fine. I mean, it obviously showed um, a devotion, Damon, and I think like it's going to draw some battle lines. I think it's it was good in pushing the story forward, but I don't know if the scene was that cool. Like it mm-hmm. was like it was kind of silly. I actually thought it was almost kind of silly when yeah. they were chopping all the body parts. I was kind of like, well, right, I was also cool. like, I was just very confused because I'm like, how did they get these people, and how do they even have any idea that there's a murderer right there, and that's a rapist there? I can oh, they're. They're not. They're not. Okay. They're just picking random people right. and accusing them of that, and then being like, "Hey, we got rid of a hundred, you know, whatever from yeah, the city." Okay. And I think that, I think it's more it's more of a, a of a sign to show <clears throat> to show the um, military power he may be obtaining. Yeah. As city watch commander, you know, like he has that many like well trained, angry, violent, you know. Guards and soldiers at his disposal. Should he want to use them? Okay. I thought what really worked was King Viserys, who is kind mm-hmm. of an obnoxious character, but I think he's so intentionally weak, mm-hmm. um, or at least that's how they're showing him. And I thought that he invites the chaos to the show um, with his. That's what they want you to think, Eric. Yeah, You're falling for it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I like that, and I thought that the best scene by a great distance. Like, where I really thought to myself, like, wow, Thrones is back, was the crypt scene with the dragon and the candles Mm -hmm. and him and his daughter talking, and he's kind of saying, like, we've never had a woman ruler before, but you're ready, and I should have been getting you ready for this the whole time. Yeah. And then he gives the Song of Ice and Fire story to her. Which, I wish I could reach you the screen and be like, dude, don't worry about that. Like, they can't even make it past to the equivalent of, like, Wisconsin on their way to the Capitol. Like, Dude. But but I did I did like it and and honestly when when he was talking about the the um, prophecy uh, the best part about it is like you could you could say that that the prophecy was correct and how they defeated them was mm-hmm. exactly at what he said with all of these houses coming together yeah. led by a Targaryen you know like he was kind of right but it also was it not right at all was it just a story you know like that's I interesting that John was the Targaryen all right I like it you're right. And then, and then you also have um, him pull out the dagger, which Arya kills the Night King with. No way, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I spotted it right away at the tournament, and I said it to Sonny. I was like, yeah. "That's the dagger that they tried to kill Bran with, or yeah. or whoever, or Cat, whoever it was." Yeah. That Littlefinger gave, and and you know, it was a Valyrian steel and all that. That's yeah, so it was weird. like it was like the one that that the Tar- the Lannisters got it. They must have got it when when the Targaryens fell or mm-hmm. something. And then they had it, and then Littlefinger ended up with it, and then Littlefinger gave it to Arya. Some it? some assassin. No, he gave it to some assassin to try and kill Cat or try and kill Bran or whoever it yeah. was, and that they ended up recovering it. Then. Yeah. yeah, and then they got it, and then Arya ended up with it, and then she killed the Night King with it. So That's so cool. It's a cool. Yeah. It was cool that they had some of that, and I think like chasing those details um, and making the connections between the two shows is going to be so fun. Yeah. Like, that's why we're doing yeah. this pod. I mean, many reasons, but like that stuff, like I didn't know that until you just told me, and I bet a lot of people listening didn't know that. So that's really cool. Well, it's it's a it's a way to travel through time 
backwards, mm-hmm. you know, like in a way like, oh, I know where that ended up. Now I get to see where it came from. Yeah. And I think that's cool. So one thing that this reminded me of, and I want to see your guys' take on this because I haven't read this. I just it went through my mind a couple times and I've been thinking about it. Does this remind you guys at all of the Star Wars prequel? Here's why. They go back in time and it's to a point when, you know, everybody is is at like the height of their powers. You know, this is before like all the houses were destroyed. This is before, you know, war has split everybody up into these civil wars. It's all like you get to see these places and these people at full strength. You know, it's like it's like seeing the Jedi at the height of their powers, kind of. And everything is pretty and polished, whereas later it's going to be fucked up and Harrenhal is going to be melted and, um, you know, like dilapidated. So I felt like it gave me similar vibes of like going back to like a pretty and peaceful area right before the storm hits, which is where we're at right now. Yeah, I just hope it turns out better than the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> sure. But yeah, no, I get that. That's cool. And I, I do I think like King's Landing looked so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. The whole red seat looked so cool. Like they really crushed a lot of it. And I did think that it felt so fun to try to like connect the dots of places that we've seen and been before and where other events had happened and you know, to connect them to a show that we were like so invested in. Um, it feels like the right distance of time where it's not like thousands of years earlier where you won't be able to connect these dots at all. Mm -hmm. Like this is close enough that you could probably look up the family tree and it's, it it exists. Yeah. Oh, it definitely does. It's, um, it's like, you know, Daenerys great, 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 great grandfather or something is the king right now. Yeah. Um, so I did like that. And then obviously, like, you know, I guess the one thing that Game of Thrones is great about is, like, it's a violent show with a huge budget with dragons and war and magic and, you know, all kinds of crazy things. But ultimately, the show is at its best when people are having sneaky conversations mm-hmm. behind closed doors or when somebody has intentions that are not clear, but you know that they're probably not good or that alliances exist that you don't know about and those things, the little sneaky political things, are what makes Game of Thrones so magical. And you could already see people positioning for power mm-hmm. um, with with the king and in the, on the council. Yeah. So there's two there's two scenes for me. Like you mentioned, where you thought Game of Thrones was really cooking. You know, when he was when Viserys was talking to Rhaenyra, I thought that the scene after the night of the gold cloaks, for lack of a better term, when they when they did, when Matt Smith is oh, he finally showed up to a council meeting mm-hmm, yeah. and he's got that kind of wry smirk on his face and he's just trolling everyone in the room and like intentionally trying to piss people off. Yeah. I thought that that gave me so much then, like Tyrion type type vibes yeah, when that right. was going on. And then on. they're like, you know, the king's like, well, hopefully, you know, what you're trying to achieve doesn't end up maiming half the people in King's Landing. And, you know, Damon's like, well, we, well, we shall see, brother. <laughs> like he's not even and then, backing yeah, down at yeah. all. He's like, I don't. What are you gonna like, do? I don't know. Maybe um, I'll have to kill was, everybody. To it almost, it almost felt like a dare, yeah. you know, to him. Like you're not gonna be able to stop me. So yeah, sure. Um, and then the other one was when uh, Hightower sent his daughter to go comfort the king. Mm-hmm. That was a very Game of Thrones moment too, where you're like, you know what? That's what they did. They, you know, like the son died. Maybe she's gonna be fertile, and you know, when she's 13, God, you know what I mean. I'm not saying that. I condone that type of behavior, but that's what happened. And he's angling for power with his daughter, yeah. and it's just really fucked up. But that's also like that's when they're cooking with gas. It man. is good. That's, they know exactly what you know, they're, they're doing. They're the the high towers, right? So they're a different family, and they're 
you know, essentially working with the these Valyrians, but they're not among them, right? Like, that would be their in. Like, they're the only brown-haired people. Everybody else has, like, silvered hair. You can literally yeah. see them sticking out. So it was funny to see him, like, kind of pimping out his daughter. Like, how do we get in deeper with these people? Yeah. I mean, not even kind of. I mean, he he's like, go put on one of your mother's yeah. dresses. Ugh. Like, really messed up. Yeah. Yep. So and that, I think that's going to work, too. Let's do our current character rankings. Let's do it. Um, there's not a ton of named characters yet. I mean, we know that there'll be, like, 200 of them a year from now. Um, but for now, with the people that we have, uh, do you want to start at the top or go? I'll list some off, and we'll we'll try to like you know place them, and we'll just say who's at the top, and keep rotating that person out. How's that? Yeah. Okay, so let's start with the King Viserys. Um, uh, he's, I, he's I enjoyed him so much as an actor. Like, yeah, me too. He's like fourth for me right now. He's fourth. I would agree with that. Yeah, he's yeah I would. I would say third, third or fourth. I think he's he's second or or maybe third. All right, so Princess Rhaenyra. I think she did a great job. She's going to be a main character. Um, I think she's third in my my book right now. Hold, okay, okay hold, real quick, can I get a little clarification on what we're, exactly we're ranking? We're, are we ranking their power in the show, or how well we like, thought their characters? were? I think it's how well their characters are working, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then I she's two for me. Okay. She's three for me. All right. So, dude. Then we got um, Prince Damon. So he's one. number one, and I <laughs> think one. it's a. I think I don't. I don't think it's close. <laughs> he's one. He, he, he dominated the show, but no, um, he got his ass kicked. He 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 lost in the tourney. Didn't matter. Ooh, by he the way, that guy we're from talking, we're is ta- going to be a big deal too. He's going to break up so, some relationships. See, he's so electric on this show. Yeah. He's evil. He can't be trusted. He looks so bizarre. He's a, he's a good mix of like Dude. ugly as fuck and still handsome. Yeah, I don't. He's just, just everything he did worked for me. Okay. Also, uh, in terms of like helmet rankings, um, he has the number one helmet of all <laughs> He's time like one, two, and with three, the dragon wings and stuff. Yeah, and then his dra- his dragon was also the best, like the coolest looking one for sure. With like the red I didn't and think black. we saw like, his dragon in that cowgirl shot, yeah. reverse cowgirl. Oh, we did see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vera- no, oh, his dra- no, okay, like, right the end. Yeah. yeah, he's got the biggest dragon. Okay, in real okay. life. Like a liter, like actual dragon, Jim. It wasn't a euphemism. <laughs> well, it is though, isn't it? All right, so all right, so we got Otto Hightower as the hand of the king. Already scheming. He's coming I, in second for me. He's uh, you guys might recognize that actor from um the Andrew Garfield Spider Man movies. He was the lizard. Oh, he won't. Oh, be. sure. So he's sure. pretty good. That's yeah. good. And then, uh, yeah, I, I loved him. I thought he was second for me. I thought Ooh. I thought he was a critical character. Okay. I think critical, but I didn't. I didn't think he had enough to really give him that high of a ranking. He, he his screen time was very limited. Okay. Um, and then we got his daughter, Allison Hightower, who is our Alicent, excuse me, who is already being pimped out and maybe positioned for a very big role in the series. I think um, she's sixth for me right now, but she's, like she's low. She's sixth, but like may, might have the highest. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I I would say uh, highest. Uh, Highest floor at the very least. Okay. Right. It's going to be very important. So, you know, I think we should mention the fact that there was the queen that never was. Um, She is from a different Valyrian family uh, that what they were in charge like 80 years ago or whatever. Um, And because she was a a woman, they went, they, you know, the the kingdom voted and decided to put the the kingdom in the hands of a different Valyrian family. And that's what we're dealing with now. Right. So she was the queen that never was. 
Targaryens are. Yeah, Targaryens, not Valyrians. Yeah, right. But they're, Valyrians is like the race. Like they came from of, Valyria. Of, of Valyria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. So she's Valerian, Valerian is, I believe, is, is, her, is, name. is her name. And yeah. then her husband is also a Valyrian and also on the council. He's like the black dude with the cool, uh, like, kind of, yeah. like. But he's dread. got the best hair. Best I hair really of the show. Him too. I feel like he is, they're positioning him to partner up with uh, Damon, is my guess. Ooh. But I think, I honestly think, like, it's going to be, like, in Tenet, where John David Washington, like, grabs the husband and is, like, questioning him and is like, you're an arms dealer, man. It's the easiest trigger I've had to pull. I think Corliss is going to be kind of like the puppet, and mm-hmm. Rainey's the prince, or the queen that never was, is going to be, like, maneuvering the strings behind the scenes. Um, because when the baby news kind of came out and everyone started kind of leaving, she didn't even... She didn't blink. She didn't mm. move. She didn't react. I think uh, she's got other plans. Love that. So love that. So uh, I think we can just say Damon number one of the bullet, and then maybe we go down and do Otto Hightower as two. I'd like to put the king at three because I loved every fucking minute he was on screen. I thought he was so good. Um, and then you know from there, I we... thought Rhaenyra was a little bit better. Who did? But, but the, I thought Rhaenyra yeah. was a little bit better. She's cool. Uh, but we're. Ha- I'm, I'm, Haggling over, you know, we're splitting hairs here. No, like, three, I, I don't four, really whatever, care. Rhaenyra and Viserys. Um, and then, you know, down the line, I don't think we have to go to everybody. But it's uh, it's interesting. I'm like, I so wish I could watch another episode already. Like, that's how you know you're in. I want to see what the fuck happens. Yeah. I think that this is going to cover some time. I bet that there's a time jump somewhere within this season. I hope it's not too long because I, I want some of these same characters. But it's going to cover well, they already, like a They've already showed... Span. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, they, they've already showed Rhaenyra a little older in the trailers. So there is going to have to be a time jump at some point. But like you said, hopefully it's like minimal and it's just like, okay, we had to move this thing along and we don't have time to show all of it. So, um, you know, kind of a plot that matters kind of thing. So anyway, um, yeah, Jimbo, you nailed it. This is, and this is going back to what you guys were talking about earlier with the, with the meme of the, of the, the TV's, changing in the new york city apartment all at the same time um i think you guys are you're right that like stranger things caught you know the world by storm and was awesome but this is the first time like appointment viewing was absolutely essential and critical like you didn't want to miss this this wasn't like a i'll dvr it and watch it tomorrow type of thing like that's that's not what this show is about this show is about eight o'clock sunday night you're parked on your couch with pizza rolls or whatever, um, and everyone is everyone is also with you. So you're not alone in this journey. Yeah, I love so it. I can't wait. I am going to tell you guys what's going to happen. All right? I saw the script. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I saw the script, so I'm going to tell you guys what's going to happen. Okay. All right, so here's what's going to happen. We've already, we already know that Rhaenyra is named as the heir of the king, right? And it seems like that was a pretty official ceremony, right? Yeah. You saw you saw some of the houses hesitate a little bit, which shows that not everyone will back her. You see, obviously, Prince Damon fly off. He's going to go to whatever their ancestral home is. And he's going to have... see all that stuff, too. He will. And he, we're going to have uh, him with his, like, gold cloaks or whatever they're called. And he's going to have his own army and his own people fighting with him. You are going to have... We saw, I believe, we saw a pregnant Alicent Hightower who will definitely be having King Viserys' baby. Okay. Who will also have a claim to the throne, even though he's already his heir. But either if he's still alive, he'll be pushing that as his new heir, or... No, he no he won't. The Hightowers will. Well, the Hightowers mm-hmm. will, but I think he'll be like, it's a male 
and then maybe that's when he dies but you know he'll throw some confusion into what he wants there you and go. then obviously yeah. you're gonna have this like you know this pirate group in the north that's like oh, most like for them to be like yeah they're really causing a bunch of trouble in the stepstones this guy he's like he's known in the crab feeder for creative ways that he disposes of people uh i want to see all that so bad i need to spin up show that and I've heard jimbo one jimbo up. it's the it's the new Knights of Ren. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. So that's for sticking with your sticking with your Star Wars, beaters, but it's never going anywhere. That's four claims to the throne, right there, and there'll be at least one more, sure. um, and probably more beyond the way. But that's four that you'll see by the end of the season that will have some some claim, and the the lines will be drawn in these four directions. And I I think that they made it feel like Prince Viserys was going to die right away. And then there was going to be this vacuum, and then the two of them were instantly going to go to battle for this spot. But I don't didn't imagine that there would be other people involved in this, and other people fighting for it too, and maybe even his own blood as well mm-hmm. if he has a son with Allison Hightower. So I do. Well, think- let's let's, and let's keep in mind that that this type of show doesn't move at warp speed. Yeah. Right. This is very tactical. It's very slow. Mm-hmm. It's it's a giant lumbering iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah that's going to crash into another one. So like, there's going to be a lot of maneuvering. There's going to be a lot of positioning. It's chess, not chess. I want to see, yeah. I want to see so, where all these houses that we know and these locations, we know who they back. Right. And so if there's a few different groups and we, we might get to see the Lannisters and maybe they're not that rich yet. And we get to see like, you know, where the Brathians go and um, what's the Ramsey Martell. What are the Boltons doing at this point besides flaying people? Uh, I want it all. Me too. Can't wait. Great. I thought it was a great first episode. Great first episode. Also, I can't the, believe the bad reviews the, I read, by the way, you guys. There are some fucking haters out there. I can't believe people They're just trying to be they're just trying to be cool and stand out. You know what I mean? This was I was watching it after reading these reviews and like I'm just like, what a bunch of haters. This shit is fucking on you know who point. They, you know who they are? They're the people that hate LeBron. There yeah. you go. Like so um the other thing I wanted to point out is um, isn't it cool that you can see somebody sitting at the table of the small council and you can see what they're wearing and you know exactly what they fucking are, what they do, what their role is. You're like, oh, he's got the hand of the kingpin on. Yep. I know what that means. That guy's got a chain around his neck and he's wearing a gray cloak. He's, he's a maester. <laughs> like they, they don't even need to introduce them or say like, oh, this is Maester Lewin. You know what I mean? And like, what does that fucking mean? He sends ravens um, that's around. All, and, that's yeah. all answered. They can literally just like jump into a small council meeting and off we go. I love that. And I right. love that. That's a great point. Damn, we're in. We're in, we're in baby. Going. We'll do this again next right. week. I got, goose, I got goosebumps. I'm so excited. <laughs> this show has me so fired up, and we got another six days to wait. God damn I'm it. mostly excited for the the intro music and the, the paper mache. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I need. That's what I need. All right, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have on this Thrones cast. We still have two more pods this week for you guys. So check out our screencast, our sports cast later this week. Well, then, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Thrones podcast.